Hello, this is R.J. Deacon reading the Supreme Court of the United States Opinion Syllabus in Henry Schein Incorporated versus Archer and White Sales Incorporated, certiorari to the United States Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit, argued October 29, 2018, decided January 8, 2019. Respondent Archer and White Sales Incorporated sued petitioner Henry Schein Incorporated alleging violations of federal and state antitrust law and seeking both money damages and injunctive relief. The relevant contract between the parties provided for arbitration of any dispute arising under or related to the agreement, except for, among other things, actions seeking injunctive relief. Invoking the Federal Arbitration Act, Shine asked the district court to refer the matter to arbitration, but Archer and White argued that the dispute was not subject to arbitration because its complaint sought injunctive relief, at least in part. Shine contended that because the rules governing the contract provide that arbitra arbitrators have the power to resolve arbitrability questions, an arbitrator, could, arbitrator, not the court, should decide whether the arbitration agreement applied. Archer and White countered that Shine's argument for arbitration was wholly groundless, so the district court could resolve the threshold arbitrability question. The district court agreed with Archer and White and denied Shine's motion to compel arbitration. The Fifth Circuit affirmed. The Supreme Court held, The wholly groundless exception to arbitrability is inconsistent with the Federal Arbitration Act in this court's precedent. Under the Act, arbitration is a matter of contract, and courts must enforce arbitration contracts according to their terms. Rent-a-Center West Incorporated versus Jackson. The parties to such a contract may agree to have an arbitrator decide not only the merits of particular dispute, but also gateway questions of arbitrability. Therefore, when the party's contract delegates the arbitrability question to an arbitrator, a court may not override the contract, even if the court thinks that the arbitrability claim is wholly groundless. That conclusion follows from this court's precedent, AT&T Technologies versus Communication Workers. Archer and White's counterarguments are unpersuasive. First, its argument that Section 3 and 4 of the Act should be interpreted to mean that a court must always resolve questions of arbitrability has already been addressed and rejected by this court. First, uh, first options of Chicago versus Kaplan. Second, its argument that Section 10 of the Act, which provides for a back-end judicial re review of an arbitrator's decision if an arbitrator exceeded his or her powers, supports the conclusion that the court, at the front end, should also be able to say that the underlying issue is not arbitrable. That is inconsistent with the way Congress designed the Act, and it is not this court's proper role to redesign the Act. Third, its argument that it would be a waste of the party's time and money to send wholly groundless arbitrability questions to an arbitrator ignores the fact that the Act contains no wholly groundless exception. This court may not engraft its own exceptions into statutory text. Nor is it likely that the exception would save time and money systematically, even if it might do so in some individual cases. Fourth, its argument that the exception is necessary to deter frivolous motions to compel arbitration overstates the potential problem. Arbitrators are already capable of efficiently disposing of frivolous cases and deterring frivolous motions. 
and such motions do not appear to have caused substantial problem in those circuits that have not recognized a wholly groundless exception. The Fifth Circuit may address the question whether the contract at issue is in fact delegated the arbitrability question to an arbitrator, as well as other properly preserved arguments on remand. The decision is vacated and remanded. Justice Kavanaugh delivered the opinion for a unanimous court, and you may note that is Justice Kavanaugh's first written opinion. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to get a hold of the podcast, we can be reached at Rhodes, R-O-A-D-S, Scholar 8080 at gmail.com. Thank you.